Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Unruffled ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Most of us think a lot about our family's future. That's part of the job, right? And I'm sure you've heard that annoying piece of advice that says, don't buy that latte, invest instead. Well, we went for it a couple of years ago and opened a Robinhood account. To be honest, my husband wanted to cut down on coffee anyway. But you know what? Whatever your goals are, Robinhood could help your family build a better financial future. Investing a small amount now could make a big difference 30 years down the road. It's nice to be in the driver's seat and have autonomy when making investments, which is easy to do with Robinhood. Download the Robinhood app or visit Robinhood.com to start building a better financial future. That's Robinhood.com or download the app now to learn more. Of course, investing involves risk and loss of principal is possible. Returns are not guaranteed. Other fees may apply. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker dealer. You can count on T-Mobile to help keep you connected. After investing billions to light up their network from big cities to small towns, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, when you switch to T-Mobile, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus Verizon and AT&T. Visit your neighborhood store or tmobile.com to switch. Plan savings with T-Mobile, third line free on essentials via monthly bill credits versus comparable available plans. Plan features may vary. Credits stop if you cancel or change plans. Hi, this is Janet Lansbury. Welcome to Unruffled. In today's podcast, I'm responding to a parent who has a six-year-old who has started saying, you're not the boss of me. This mom and her husband both want their kids to feel that they're their own people, but they also want them to cooperate with basic requests. So they're wondering how to handle this. Here's the email I received. Hi, Janet. I have a question regarding who's the boss in our family. Recently, our six-year-old son has started saying, you're not the boss of me, when we ask him to help out around the house. My husband and I have sort of mumbled our way through our response, with my husband being more inclined to say something along the lines of, no, we're not the boss of you, but I do need you to still help out. And me more along the lines of, well, we sort of are, actually. But neither feels quite right. We both don't like the idea of ownership over our children. They are their own people. But at the end of the day, we do say what goes. When it's bedtime, it's bedtime. When it's time to leave the park, it's time to leave the park. How would you respond to this sort of statement? Side note, we also talk about ownership over our own bodies, i.e. the my body belongs to me, good touches versus bad touches, etc. as part of our personal safety discussions. And part of those conversations include us asking the kids, who's the boss of your body? And the kids will respond with me. This whole thing may have stemmed from those discussions, and I now feel the whole thing is confusing for him and us. Thanks in advance. Well, this makes me smile because, yes, children are so clever and they really know how to use our words against us. (laughs) Also, I gotta say that I'm not a huge fan of those types of methods for teaching personal safety and personal boundaries. I feel like there are more authentic, honest, relationship-based ways to give our children those lessons, like just sitting down with them one day or when you're together talking about things. And you say, by the way, 
we all have these parts of our bodies that we don't let other people touch. Those are our private parts. And to touch those parts of our bodies, somebody needs permission. So if I'm not there, or your dad's not there, and somebody tries to, to touch you there, say no. That's private. Just have a discussion about it that's intimate. I think that makes it clearer. I think it gives us more of an opportunity to engage honestly and intimately with our child. Those are good moments together when we can share these important things. And doing this as a game seems contrived to me. Also, we, we teach children body safety from day one. The way that we touch them, the way that we let them know what we're doing, communicating to them what we're doing with their bodies, avoiding things like tickling and, you know, lovingly attacking children's bodies, things that sort of break their boundaries and teach them that they don't have a right to their body, that they really can't assert themselves in those ways. So these become yet another kind of lesson that we teach children through our relationship with them, all of our actions and the way that we engage with them. But anyway, that was just a side note that this mother had. What she really wants help with is how to handle, you're not the boss of me. This is obviously something her son is exploring. And he's noticed that these words seem to throw his parents off a bit. So he's going with it. You're not the boss of me. And I think what he's saying there, what I think they know he's saying there is, don't tell me what to do. I don't want to do that. I have a will here. So there are a couple things I would do. One is I would be careful not to be in any way barking orders at him. Children hardly ever respond well to that when we're saying, and I don't know that this parent is doing that at all, but I know that they don't like to be told, go do this now, now do that. Can you do that, please? In that kind of tone that feels bossy, I guess, that we're telling them what to do. There are other ways we can ask children to do things. Come on, it's time to do this. Let's get it done. We got to do this before we do that. So let's do this first. There are ways to engage with your child where your child doesn't feel like you're pointing a finger saying, do this now and do that. I would look at how you're communicating to him about these things that you want him to do. Oftentimes it helps to say, we'll have dinner after you set the table. Do you need my help? Rather than, okay, time to set the table. It makes sense that nobody likes to be uh, bossed around that way. The other part is understanding that this is an expression of a feeling. It's not something we have to worry about so much literally and take so literally and, and respond to that way. She asks him to help around the house and he says, you're not the boss of me. I wouldn't be at all intimidated by that. I would say, ooh, it sounds like you don't want me to tell you what to do. Was I saying it that way? Or you don't like me to be the leader here. Or maybe even nothing. You could just nod your head. You know, hopefully he's going to go along and do it anyway. So I wouldn't be intimidated by this at all. I would see it as him asserting himself. Hey, I'm not somebody to be pushed around here. And be fine with that opinion. That's true. He's not somebody to be pushed around. So I guess similar to what this husband was saying, except the fact that I don't know if this mother was exaggerating when she says they were mumbling, but if he's got us both mumbling, then we're getting intimidated, thrown by it. And that's going to very much encourage him to keep doing that. 
wondering, wow, all I do is I say this and it really gets them and they kind of lose their footing a little bit with me. So there's nothing to fear here. This mother says something about we don't like the idea of ownership over our children. Well, it's not ownership of your children to be the leader. And this mother's right. I wouldn't say those words, but I would say, no, we're not the boss of you, but we are your leaders and we need your help. You're not the boss of me is another version of the two-year-old or one-and-a-half-year-old saying no to things that they actually want, but they want to assert themselves. They want to be able to say, this is me, and I've got my own opinion here, and I'm not always going to do what you want. So the more that you give permission for him to express that and welcome his opinion and you aren't intimidated by it, the easier it'll be for him to move through it rather than you all getting a little bit stuck there. He's got a right to his opinion when you're leaving the park. You're not the boss of me. You don't like it when I tell you it's time to leave the park, it sounds like. But we're going. This is healthy stuff. It's good that he's flexing his muscle, and it's you know hilarious in a way that he caught on to the power of this phrase. Children are so funny. So again, I wouldn't be at all thrown by this normal stuff. It's the toddler saying no, it's the toddler saying mine, it's the four-year-old saying, I'm not going to do it and I don't like you. This is the six-year-old finding a clever way to assert himself, and it's a good thing. And again, I think you'll get more help from him if you're coming from a place of being on his side in these chores or things that you want him to do, that you're flexible, that you wanted to work for him that nothing here is make or break, and that you lay it out more as the next thing that needs to happen in all of your day, working together. And also, I would say, if it's after school or at the end of the day, I wouldn't expect a lot of children at those times. I know others will disagree with this, but I wouldn't expect a lot of chores and them doing uh, work for us. I don't know if that's what's going on here. And maybe I go too far the other way with my children, but I feel like when I do need their help, they always do it because I'm not demanding of them. And I understand that they use up a lot of energy during the day doing all the things they're doing. So again, back to how I would respond. He says, you're not the boss of me. I hear you. Or it sounds like you don't want me telling you what to do. Did I do that this time? Sorry about that. Or I always want to hear your opinion. All of those come from strength in us and confidence in that leadership role that we have. And I think there's a difference between a boss and a leader. I'm going to have to look that up, but I feel like a leader is more what we want to be. So I hope those ideas are helpful. Please check out some of my other podcasts at JanetLansbury.com. And remember, both of my books are available on audio at audible.com, No Bad Kids, Toddler Discipline Without Shame, and Elevating Child Care, A Guide to Respectful Parenting. Also, my exclusive audio series, Sessions. These are individual recordings of private consultations with parents discussing their urgent issues is available at sessionsaudio.com. That's sessions, plural, audio.com. Thanks so much for listening. We can do this. If you like Unruffled, you can listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music.
Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com slash survey.